Welcome to the RV Navigator Podcast, your RV lifestyle digital home. Visit the RV Navigator homepage at rvnavigator.com. And now, here are your hosts, Ken and Martha, podcasting from their mobile RV studio that might be parked in a campground near you. Hello, this is Ken, your RV Navigator. And Martha, the co-pilot. And we're talking to you once again from our at-home podcast studio. Ah, but we have exciting things. We're going to be traveling around the world talking about camping today. Around the world, yes, we're going to go to Iceland and to... The Middle East. The Middle East to give you the latest and greatest in RV tips and tricks. But first of all, we want to thank you very much, beloved listeners, for all the voting you've been doing on our behalf Notice on the Budget Travel that we have website. gone above 50%. Thank you to all of our listeners. They've pushed us above the 50% mark, which means we couldn't possibly lose if we're above 50%. But they have to keep voting because we have Indeed. to stay above 50%. And we don't really know when this contest ends, but we know that the winners will be announced June 28th. So it's got to end by then. The RV Navigator Nation rises to meet the challenge, ladies and gentlemen. And the listeners come through, and they're going to put their podcasters into a cruise in the Caribbean. Ta-da! So now you need to make another sign for the RV. On one side, you Ooh. have RV Navigator, and then you need a sign that says... Cruise experts. Cruise experts, or maybe we should have a podcast. Okay, so uh, stay tuned, and we will keep you fully informed about the ad- advent of uh, this exciting adventure. Vote early and vote often. Yeah, because we don't, we really, honestly, don't know how long the voting is going to go on. But it's supposed to go. Uh, they are going to make the announcement on June twenty eighth. So presumably, voting will go out will go on through most of June. So please do not stop voting. Well. You don't have to vote if we're above 50%. No. no but but you got to check often. <laughs> Once a day. The podcast nation of the RV navigators cannot let us down. So once again, go to the budgettravel.com we were website and scroll down to the Cruise Expert Contest. We were worried, but you guys did come through for us. So we're very let's, grateful. Let's keep up the good work. And we will try to make a great podcast for you today. So on to some more RV-oriented stories. RVing? What's, yes. what's RVing? Um, one topic which I think we've t- touched on before is our frustration when we are really booking through the country trying to make good time. And we look in our campground book for a place to stay. And the nearest one is our beloved friends at the KOA who charge you $42 Ooh, a night to stay yes. there. And while KOAs do have lovely Love campgrounds, uh, when we're just moving along trying to stay somewhere overnight and then drive some more, paying $42 for a campsite does rankle a bit. And our friends over at RV Travel uh, website came up with a, a kind of an interesting idea and something that I think would be very valuable. And I think we need to let our campgrounds know this idea. And that is that for overnight stays, that they should have a reduced bright rate because you're not going to be using the pool, the clubhouse, and all the facilities that many campgrounds have. It will fill campsites that are otherwise empty, and it will make uh, RVers stop there. Otherwise, you're tempted to go to a Walmart. And right. it seems to me if they're getting $10 from you for a quick stay, it's better than not getting anything from you at all because you've gone to Walmart. So we're proposing something like this, that for a $10 flat fee that you get a campsite that you can occupy after 4 or 5 in the afternoon and you have to be out by 8. 
Ooh, we'd have to get up earlier than we usually do. Well, we'd probably end we'd up paying the full up price. We'd have to get up by nine. <laughs> You have to get out by nine. Okay. Uh, you have to, in you, by five, out by nine. Okay, like in by five, out by nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know our style. Well, it's a good idea anyway. It sounds like it. And I and I haven't actually talked to any campgrounds about this but because this idea just uh, popped up here. But it seems like a good idea to it does. me. And, and something that's, that's you definitely You do read needed. about hotels that offer hourly rates for other yeah, reasons. Yeah, but that's it. Well, so this is, whoa. This is another version of it. I can see it now. <laughs> Hourly rates at the campground. Pull, pull it for your short stay. Have a little women extra. <laughs> no, bring your own women. <laughs> well, or we have women. <laughs> oh, this is. Oh, I've always rated this podcast as family oriented. Sorry, my mind digressed. <laughs> Coming from my wife, no less. She's advocating that. Well, we... I was thinking of analogies. <laughs> Would those rates be good during the day too? <laughs> no. no. We called it the Las Vegas campground. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Sir. All right. Moving on. <laughs> um, the long, long honeymoon is a great website, uh, and Sean, who does the the videos there, is really talented. And I hope that you've gone over to take a look at it. But one of the things that I found is is that they have kind of a sad video because they are from Alabama and. Missouri, of course, has been hit most recently, but there are videos about Alabama and the tornadoes that went through their their hometown, and it's very sad to see. And as we watch on the news, these flattened towns, and we wonder where we would go if there was a tornado. And do you think about this in the springtime, about tornadoes and, and how it affects your RVing? I think about it every time there's a big thunderstorm because we're so used to having a basement to go into in our house. And I've found campgrounds rather cavalier about what it is you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I think that's another thing we need to mention to campgrounds. And obviously they can't do anything about protecting your rig, but we're talking about human life here. And if there's somewhere where you can go and be safe till the storm goes by, whatever happens to your RV, I mean, that's that's The Storm Chasers had the, the video of a... 18-wheeler that was just literally exploded as the tornado went through it. And you don't want to be in there while and that's you don't, and, and Right, and that would be could easily be any sized RV. I don't think the size of the RV has much to do with it, but boy. So we hope that all of our listeners will pay attention to the storm warnings. And, <laughs> and in Florida, the, they told us to go lie out in the field, and I guess, boy, I don't know if that's what I would do. But, and ask the campground yeah. owner what you're supposed to do. Yeah. We need to make them aware of our, our, of our distress concerns, and right. concerns, especially as the weather Staying in your RV is not really an option, I don't think. And the weather and, seems to be getting wilder and I mean, wilder. They had a, a young man who was sucked out the the sunroof of his car by the yeah. oh, just terrible things have happened um, to people, and they were at home. Just think about uh, the poor RVers in that area. And the, while we're talking about the longlonghoneymoon.com website, uh, they have another very interesting video on there uh, where they have dealt with the problem of how to back up your car or truck when you're towing a trailer or a fifth wheel. It's, that's usually a two-people operation. 
And often the two people come to blows because inevitably <laughs> the wife doesn't give the proper signals and the man misses well, the... Well, her left is not the left of the... Of, oh. They just don't listen. So when you are ready to come to blows, it might be a lot better for your marriage if you go to Costco, as they did, and pick up um, a little camera which, show, which you put on the back of your truck or car and it shows you your hitch as you're approaching your trailer and helps you to get aligned and so you you can back it up and hook it up by yourself. And this is uh, specifically aimed at one of our listeners, Dave, who um, commented that the last time I mentioned about wireless video connections that it didn't work very well. Um, and this one seems to have solved that problem. And on the Long Long Honeymoon, there is actually a video of him using it for the first time and successfully. And learning how to use it. And learning it. how to he, use it, He right. doesn't do it per- So perfectly. take a look at the video there and see if this